Welcome to the Executive Function Podcast, where we make the invisible keys to success easy for you to teach your child. We'll go beyond theory to proven action, helping you create peace and independence at home and at school. With your host, educational author, award-winning teacher, and celebrated learning coach, Sarah Kesti. Hey Tribe, it's Sarah and thank you so much for sharing and subscribing this podcast. It means the world to me. Our podcast grows every week and it really helps get the information and inspiration out there to others who need it. So I sure appreciate you spreading the word. If you would please review the podcast, that would also help a ton in getting it kind of moved up the rankings so that we can help others because I know this is changing lives bit by bit and that is a huge honor to me. So thank you in advance. Go review it, please. Also, I'm collecting ideas for distance learning series, so I want to know what questions you have as a parent, as a teacher, as someone who maybe has grandkids. What questions do you have? What are you dreading about potentially more distance learning in the fall? And I know we're talking about disappointment today, (laughs) and it's probably right on par with that because um, distance learning can be incredibly disappointing, but we can strategize the struggle too. So let me know what questions you have, what you're dreading, what you think that we can kind of crack open and maybe find some strategies to address. So today we're talking about disappointment, and summer feels off this year, doesn't it? No trips, no sleepovers, no movie theaters on a hot day. It's safe to say we're all disappointed in some way. I'm really missing our families, and I feel deeply disappointed that our visits are canceled for a while. I miss our friends. I miss going to comedy shows. I even miss teaching Saturday school. Disappointment has come in in small ways too, like not being able to find those pouched beans that I love from Mexico because we can't go to Mexico right now. Finding certain foods at the store is also disappointing when they're not there. It's really part of the fabric of reality right now. And so it makes sense to use that as a tool. If you can't beat them, join them, right? Today, I want to teach you how to use disappointment as a way to develop self-regulation and flexible thinking in yourself and your kids. Self-regulation is an executive function. It's that process of monitoring how you're doing and then adjusting to get into a space that matches the demands of that moment. If, for strange example, you become enraged in a quiet library you're going to need to find a way to realize you're out of sync with that environment and adjust so that you're regulated again. It doesn't mean turning off your feelings. It means making sure that your behavior, which is usually motivated by the thoughts that you have, is matching the demands of the current situation. Flexible thinking is just as it sounds. It's being able to adjust your thoughts as the aspects of your life change. Flexible thinking has really been taxed during our COVID experiences. Being able to adapt to the new normal and watch it change and then adapt and keep cool about it has been exhausting for our brains. 
When we start to feel disappointed, it's because we've had thoughts about something, usually that clash between expectation and reality. We expect one thing to happen, to be available, to go a certain way, and when it doesn't, our brains sense that clash. We interpret this clash between expectation and reality as a fail or a frustration, and we feel disappointment. A constant example is the feeling we experience when we think about the people we love, but we can't see right now. That's very disappointing. There are other more simplified kind of clear-cut examples too. The example I'm going to run with today because it works because tomorrow is 4th of July. I love fireworks. I mean like really love them. Like they're my favorite thing about summer. So the realization that we had to stay home and not see a fireworks display was actually very disappointing for me. And here I let my brain go and this is what happened. My thoughts started racing. I started thinking, I'm so sick of staying home. Look at what we're missing out on. It won't possibly be the same this year. I wonder what other holidays COVID is going to ruin. I miss my family on the holidays. I will never get to see my family again. (gasps) Yeah, the disappointment I thought about spiraled into a doom and gloom avalanche, and I ended up feeling awful. No, feelings are okay. They're okay to experience and they're even okay to sit with for a while. I don't recommend running from your feelings because our typical avoidance methods are usually unhealthy. Like I'm pretty sure I ate about four pounds of chocolate in April alone. But our feelings can help us practice some great self-regulation and improve that aspect of our executive function. Plus, we can also practice flexible thinking. So when you or your child feels disappointed, pause so that you can keep with that initial thought. This will also help you not spiral like we tend to do sometimes. You can say the thought out loud or in your mind, I feel disappointed because. Sometimes that's enough and it will help your thought stay chill. Because sometimes our feelings are like toddlers needing attention. They will escalate if you try to ignore them. Instead, you can try saying, oh, hello, to the thought and feeling, and then let it be in your mind for a little bit. When you have some reflection time, you can go through a process to address disappointment. I'll take you through my fireworks disappointment. Remember, you can practice this process in your own mind a few times so that you can then help your child get through disappointment too. You'll be building his self-regulation and flexible thinking and helping him avoid unhealthy coping strategies in the future or right now, like ripping the calendar off the wall because yes, I had a client do that this summer. And we want your child to be able to handle when he's overwhelmed with his feelings. Plus, when we can process disappointment well, we won't be thrown off course when things inevitably don't go as planned. We're flexing those growth mindset muscles. All right, heads up. It's cheesy when I wrote it down, but it worked in my mind. Here's how my thought processing went after I recognized that fireworks, (laughs) thinking about fireworks set off a whole firework display of crazy in my brain and I needed to fix it. So here's how it went. 
I labeled my feelings, so I feel disappointed that I won't be able to see a big fireworks show this year. And then I asked myself, what are the feelings I get when I do get to see the fireworks? Well, I feel like it's magic. It's exciting and beautiful. It's special because it's only once a year. It reminds me of summers with my family when we'd go to the neighbor's house and celebrate. It's a time when lots of people come together and share an experience. All right, so what's my understanding of why we can't go to the fireworks this year? It's not safe to be in large groups, even if we wore masks. We'd have to take public transit to get to the show, and that's risky too. And most of the shows are canceled this year anyway. So then I take myself back and I say, all right, what are the feelings I associate with fireworks? What are my top three of those I mentioned? Well, I really value the excitement and magical feeling. I want to feel like it's a special day and I'm able to connect with my loved ones. Okay, so let's start with the magic and excitement. Are there other ways to get those feelings? Uh, It's hard to beat fireworks. I don't really think so. All right. The second thing I identified was making the day special. Can I find a way to make the day special and get that feeling that I'm seeking? Yeah, that's probably something I can do. I can plan special food and drinks, which, by the way, Adam just told me he's going to make juleps with the mint we grew out back. So that's exciting. We can set up music and maybe some games like horseshoes in the backyard. I can decide ahead of time that it's a fun-only day and not work or do chores. That would make the day special. All right, so the last thing I identified, the feeling I was disappointed about missing was connecting with loved ones. How can I plan to keep that element of my celebration alive? Well... Adam will be with me all day, and that is always fun. So maybe I can also schedule a family Zoom or something so that we can see each other on the 4th. Not the same, but it'll be a memory together, and I know we'll laugh together. Now thinking about my disappointment, it sounds like I'm not wanting to miss fireworks because of the way they make me feel, but... I've thought of some ways to get those same feelings this year when fireworks aren't available. So that process is cheesy, I know, but the process really works to help you identify what you think you're missing and then try to find alternatives. So can you see how that self-regulation of pause, hold the thought, think about it rationally, and then it's flexible thinking and thinking of ways to replace the things that you anticipate missing. Here's the framework for processing through disappointment and improving your or your child's self-regulation and flexible thinking. So to start, you state, I feel disappointed because, or I was expecting, but happened instead. That makes me feel disappointed. Then you reflect, what were you hoping to experience and feel? What's your understanding of why things worked out this way? Then you brainstorm. Name your top three feelings that you want or you wanted from your expected experience. What are some 
other ways you can achieve some or most of those feelings. And then you restate after you've brainstormed your ideas. Well, I feel disappointed because, but I can still feel whatever positive experience you were anticipating by whatever you decided you wanted to replace it with. Okay? I know it's not ideal. I am doing my best to find ways to make COVID work for <laughs> COVID work for all of us. That's not what I mean. You know, this whole experience to be as fruitful in a growth way as I can because there are days, my tribe, that I have to use all I have to get out of bed. And I know so many of you are going through the same thing. So I certainly don't mean to appear like I have it all <laughs> all down. I'm learning as I go. And when I recognize that this process I do with kids at school, I could do right now with my own brain. I thought, woo, I have to tell my tribe because disappointment's kind of the name of the game right now. And would there there are some ways to use that negative experience to help us grow. So I really, really hope this is helpful. And really, why not use the disappointment that a global pandemic brings to improve our own brains? All right, grab that kid. Time for this week's Star Spangled Pep Talk. Hey, kid, are you feeling like your summer is just off? It's not the same without friends coming over, going out to amusement parks or pools. Hey, I won't make the long list because I'm sure you're already thinking of it. Chances are you've felt pretty disappointed lately with all the things we can't do right now because of coronavirus. Today, your grown-up learned how to think about disappointment in a new way. They learned that disappointment won't go away, and that's okay. But we can use our thoughts to figure out what parts we're going to miss the most and then find new ways to make those parts happen. Okay. For example, if you're really going to miss seeing your friend on her birthday because you love to watch her read the card you give her, you could mail the card ahead of time and then video chat so you don't miss out on those feelings of connection. Yes, it is not the same, for sure. And it won't feel as great as being there in person. But having options of things to do instead rather than just dumping those fun things all together, is a great way to handle your disappointment right now. Plus, you're improving your brain's self-regulation and flexible thinking, and that's also a great thing. Kid, hang in there. These are strange and very tough times. You are certainly strong enough to make it through, no matter what. Sending you all my love, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Executive Function Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over to sarahkesti.com where you'll find more resources and chances to connect with others. And please remember to like and review the show wherever you listen to this podcast. We're eager to transform the lives of even more families.